time for the Tech Mobility Show with Ken Chester. Ken is a veteran journalist who doesn't always color between the lines. So, here he is, the host with the electrified personality, Ken Chester. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Welcome, one and all, to the Tech Mobility Show, the program for mobility and technology news, information, and perspective. I'm Ken Chester. Let's get started. On the docket. A review of the refreshed 2024 Subaru Impressa 5-door. Biohacking your house. I bet you didn't even know biohacking was a word, but it's a whole way of life. We'll talk about that. And vehicles with the highest death rates. Not nearly the ones you might think. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for discussion in a future episode, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number, as always... 872-222-9793, or if you prefer, email the show, talk at techmobility.show. That's talk at techmobility.show. You can also reach out to us on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Good Pods, and heaven forbid, even LinkedIn. We are there. If you miss a show or you want to hear it again, we got you there too. Our podcast streams Tech Mobility Podcasts and Tech Mobility Topics can be found pretty much wherever you enjoy podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook because I would really appreciate it. We're trying to hit a number and we need your help. So if you'd be so kind to subscribe to our YouTube channel, I'd be ever so grateful. Thank you. From the Tech Mobility News Desk. Let's file this one under can your gasoline car do this? General Motors recently announced that they will add backup power function to its electric vehicles. What does that mean? We've talked about bi-directional charging. And what that means is your electric vehicle doesn't just take a charge. When it's fully charged, it's actually an energy storage device. And as so, it has the ability to power your home. The Ford Lightning right now has that ability. And there's a, few, there's a smattering of vehicles that can do that. But think about this for a minute. In our world of extreme weather and extreme and increasing number of power outages, which the electric utility industry says has increased quite a bit since 2016, you may find yourself in the dark. And you might not have been one of those who are either able or could afford to have bought a backup generator for a variety of reasons. I mean, they're, they're great to have, but they also have shortcomings. Uh, for example, if they're natural gas powered, that assumes the supply of natural gas. Well, in the outages in Texas, when it got cold a couple of years ago, that would have been a problem because you would have had a limited capacity because the wells were electric and they were prioritized by the utility, which means the ability to pump the natural gas out of the wells got turned off, which means your backup power, if it was natural gas based, had a problem. Diesel or gasoline would be fine too, but again, you're limited to the size of the tank and the availability and assuming that you were on top of it to keep it full. What if you weren't? Now what? In the case of an electric vehicle sitting in your garage, you don't need a separate backup generator, you already have the power sitting in your vehicle. GM plans to have this installed, this two-way charging technology in all their electric cars and trucks. 
that will enable these vehicles to power homes in an emergency. And this technology will start to appear in vehicles not five years from now, not three years from now, not next year, this year. This is just another way car makers are marketing the vehicles as not being just cleaner, but also more practical. By 2026, GM said all their electric vehicles will have what will have what is known as vehicle to home technology or what we call vehicle to grid. And that will include breaking news here, a new version of the Chevy Bolt. We filed that under uh, rumors of its demise were grossly exaggerated. GM had said they were going to discontinue making the Volt because it was under old electric technology. They were not going to transition it to the new one. That was then. However, GM reversed their decision last month after people complained about the disappearance of one of the most affordable electric vehicles. It is amazing what public pressure will do and public demand. If they build it, they will come. And if they don't build it, sometimes it's a matter of getting that information. And GM decided to make a change. They're not the only manufacturer that's done that in recent years. Vehicles able to keep the lights on and refrigerator running during a power outage could be appealing as blackouts become more frequent and longer because of extreme weather caused by climate change. The average duration of power outages doubled from 2015 to 2021, and that's according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Automakers looking to sell these electric vehicles. And honestly, honestly, as you start to evaluate them, and if you take one for a ride, you're going to find that the fact that it's greener and doesn't need gasoline is just one aspect of why we should have went electric years ago. Fun fact, the industry, the automotive industry actually did start electric. It was because electric technology over 100 years ago wasn't as advanced as gasoline-powered vehicles and cheaper and able to gas up quickly as opposed to the hours they would need to recharge the batteries that, you know, by the 30s, electrics were long forgotten and would take almost 100 years to get back in good graces. But here we are. Like I said earlier, Ford F-150 Lightning can do that now. Here's an interesting fact you may not know. Tesla vehicles cannot do that. If you have a Tesla in your garage, it cannot, does not offer bi-directional charging. It cannot power your home. Not one Tesla right now. The company is hinted that they may add that ability in the years to come. I think if GM's going to be there by 2026, Elon Musk and company will be there shortly thereafter, if not before. He's a very competitive soul. I can't see him letting that one go. Imagine this. Electric vehicles are also seen as a way for utilities to store excess solar or renewable energy. In return for payments or discount on their bills, owners would allow utilities to use their vehicles like sponges who could absorb renewable energy when it's abundant and release it when the grid needs more power. This has happened already. I keep going back now probably six or seven years to a Pacific Gas and Electric uh, pilot done with BMW first-generation i3 electrics. They had a 100 of them, and they used them for that purpose. It didn't degrade any of the vehicles in terms of charging or their abilities or anything, but it provided, in mass, it provided an extra source of power during peak periods on the grid without PG&E having to add another plant 
or keep something in hot standby. And that saves people money. Not to mention, it's another way for you to defer the cost of the vehicle you just bought. In addition to the federal and perhaps state rebates on your electric vehicle, you can also make money selling power to the utility from your vehicle. Selling the energy into the grid when demand is high, recharging back from the grid at night when demand is low and it's cheap. And imagine you're making, you're making money on the difference. You're playing the variable. Because if you can sell it for five, you know, five cents a kilowatt going out and you're only spending two and a half cents at night to recharge it, you're making two and a half cents. That makes sense, right? Make money. Can your gasoline engine vehicle sitting in your garage do more than occupy space? I doubt it. Electrics have that ability and they're making them more and more capable every year and every iteration of these vehicles, they're going to do a lot more than we ever thought transportation could do. And I haven't even begun to talk about autonomous. We're not even there yet. That's a whole nother opportunity for your vehicle to make you money when you're not using it. Because fun statistic, the average vehicle owned, the average private vehicle in America sits probably 95% of the time, does not go anywhere. 95%. Imagine if you could turn 20% of that into money for your pocket. How would that change the economics of what you owned, where you parked it, and uh, your household budget? Food for thought right there. Let me give this to you before we go to break. Uh, they showed spy photos of the, the Hyundai Ioniq 7 three-row electric crossover. Looks close to the coming Kia EV9, but almost identical in shape to the current Hyundai Palisade kit hauler. It's going to be the third dedicated electric vehicle on that platform, and it's going to be awesome. And they expect it to go on sale next year, but depending on demand and situation, could end up in middle of 2025. But it's coming. It's based on Hyundai's 7 concept, which debuted at the 2021 Los Angeles Auto Show, and will follow Kia, the launch of Kia's three-row EV9, which will go on sale this year. And by the way, made in Georgia, American-made, just so you know. When we return, it's a review of the refreshed Subaru Impressa 5-door. You're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, 
I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Follow us.